step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Morning Report, a production of Fightback Media. This is Morning Report 121. <laughs> I think it's great. 121. And this is going to be a fun one. Fun, fun one. And it's going to be coronavirus, media, Trump, stuff that we talk about all the time. It's going to be fun, though. I guarantee. Guarantee. Going to be a good time. Um, So, (laughs) got some great news um, yesterday about hydroxychloroquine and the president and the the impending media freakout and the weirdest, weirdest comments from Nancy Pelosi about it. So it ought to be be a good day. Um, I went to, um, let's see, uh, a good friend of mine and a sponsor of this program, Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, posted a um, a special that she was having at her flower shop on Facebook. So I had not, okay, I've really not been anywhere. So I've been in the house. I've been trying, you know, to take care of myself. I've been trying because you guys who know that I'm, you know, what I'm unsusceptible to damn everything at this point. So I, you know, I try, I've been trying to be careful. I'm staying in the house. You know, I have students that I have to stay healthy for. 
Um, you know, and I have family that I have to stay healthy for. So I went and got some flowers from Blooming Days Flower Shop. And I talked to um, Christine and she said that Mother's Day for the shop was fabulous. A lot of local support. So much, in fact, that she actually had to turn off FTD. She doesn't do Teleflora anymore. And she's turned and she had to turn off FTD because she was much more concerned about dealing with her local customers. And that leads me to this before we take our first break. It is super important as the country is opening up that we are making this comeback, that this comeback be a bottoms up comeback. That anytime you can, the mom and pop, uh, the local business, that's who we have to support. That's who we have to support first. Walmart, they'll be fine. They will be. Or if not, someone someone just like them will replace them. Target will be fine. Or if not, someone just like them will replace them. Lowe's, um, Home Depot will be fine. Or someone just like them will replace them. Some of y'all remember Scotty's? Mm, well, in the Southeast anyway. They went away. Home Depot, Lowe's replaced them. And, they're, and, and, and you know what? And that industry went on. <clears throat> but the heart and soul of every every city in America is a mom and pop business. It's a mom and pop restaurant. That's where that's where we have to focus our efforts. And I, and I spent an hour and a half talking to Christine, and and hearing hearing about her concerns, and hearing about her hope for the future. <clears throat> so it, I knew that I would have to come here this morning and let you know that it is more important than ever that our focus coming out of COVID-19, um, the, um, as the Epic time calls it, the communist China party flu that as we come out of this, that our main focus as conservatives, especially is to direct our energy and our, and, and our funds to small businesses in our community. That's the only way that we come out of this um, with minimal collateral damage. The only way. We can't do it from the we, we can't do it by packing into the Walmarts or packing in to the to, to the targets or packing into the Lowe's or packing into the Home Depots. We can't do it by ordering flowers at one eight hundred whatever or FT or going to the FTD website when you should go to the local florist website. We can't do it that way. You can't do it by packing into McDonald's or packing into Wendy's when we have, what we need to do is make sure that the mom and pop restaurant with 10 tables that's being throttled back gets our business. That the local coffee shop not necessarily the Starbucks gets our business as we come back. Now, there may be a time where, you know what? You can go back to Starbucks if you really like it. Or when you buy, um, when you go buy coffee you know, from the store, from, you know, from the grocery store, you might want to get, uh, if you want to help Starbucks out a little bit, you might want to get the Starbucks K-Cups or something. But if you're going to go and get a cup of coffee somewhere, go to a local coffee shop. 
it is more important than ever. It is more important than ever that, that as conservatives, especially, that we have the mentality of that we are not only going to talk about how important small businesses are, we're going to act like it. We'll be back with more of the Morning Report 121 right after these messages. You know, every man my age should have three things, in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Day's Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942. www.bloomingdays.com This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, The network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizens.com citizensnetwork.org Welcome back. Welcome back to the Morning Report. The Morning Report again is a production of fightbackmedia.com 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 dot com so um you want to know more about what we're doing you gotta go you gotta you gotta go to the website you gotta go we got some interesting news yesterday the president of the united states donald john trump now again (laughs) that doesn't it doesn't even matter if he's your president if you think he's your president or not he happens to be the president of the united states he dropped some news on on people yesterday uh, afternoon He's taking hydroxychloroquine at the recommendation of the White House physician. The White House doctor said, you should be taking this. At <clears throat> He's been taking it for about a week and a half now. And he's no, he's not infected with the virus. He's not. But he's taking it as a precaution since he's a president and he sees scores of people. That means 20. Score, a score is 20 for all us public school kids. Um, every day. 
And especially as we found out that a couple of, I mean, one of his um, aides or um, attachés or whatever, valets, uh, got, you know, contracted the virus. So the doctor said, hey, you know what, the best thing to do is, and, I've, and unless you're going to lock yourself up in up in the um, <clears throat> the quarters, there's the the residence um, is to take hydroxychloroquine and zinc. Working on his immune system, and he's been doing it for about a week and a half, and things seem okay. As a matter of fact, what he says is things seem to be, I seem to be okay. So we're going to find out, right? We're going <laughs> we're going to find out. Um, the the president has been talking about, obviously been talking about hydroxychloroquine for weeks, weeks, weeks. And you remember the first time, the first time was, um, you know, you heard Dr. Fauci and especially sort of push back a little bit. Well, it hasn't been tested for this and, 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 and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And then, and then when we found out that a lot of places, um, even um, hospitals in New York, were giving it to patients who were coming in as as COVID patients as a matter of course, and we're and, and we're getting pretty good results. Hmm. And then you saw other states and. Basically, just because Trump mentioned that it may be something that might work, you know what? And I've I've watched that particular news conference. Trump never said this is a cure. This is the end. This is the end all. I've done my research. I mean, Trump didn't go all epidemiologist, um, you know, with a Facebook certification. He didn't do any of that. What he said was, it may work. It may not. It's what do we have to lose? It's a shot. You remember yesterday I talked about, and I've been talking about recently in the past few days, is that most of us live life like this. What are my chances? What are my chances? So his idea was, if it works, great. If it doesn't work, then it's, and we don't have a a vaccine, or at the time we didn't have any treatments at all, any therapeutics at all. At the time we did not. Remember that we had no vaccine and no therapeutics. So if this malaria drug has been around since the forties could work, it's a good thing. We're very, everybody was very well aware of any of the side effects. So it was worth a shot, right? It was worth a shot. But what we know now is that there are going to be liberal media hysterics. You know it's coming. Right now, the halls of NBC, of MSNBC, especially that of, of Rachel Maddow show, are cooking up some info wars like conspiracy theory about Trump possibly having um, having COVID and covering it up. So, you, so why did the president do this? Well, you can see him trolling. The, you can see him trolling for a, a, a liberal media freakout. You can you can see him do it. You can you can hear him saying, "Oh, they're going to lose their damn mind. It'll be great." Just say I'm, I'm just say I'm taking it. <laughs> he knows about, he knows they'll overreact, overreach, and in the end, get the story dead wrong about his administration. I wouldn't put it past him to see if this legion of idiots 
who call themselves MSNBC, CNN, ABC News, CBS News, NPR, etc. at the liberal media establishment take the bait? Well, of course they will. It is it is like a big, big juicy worm to a you know to a hungry robin. They just can't resist it. They're addicted to this punishment. It's an election year. They need Biden to look somewhat competent, unlike the person we've seen who looks like he needs dealer reminders to put on his pants. <laughs> Has anything really changed since 2016? No, the media still hates Donald Trump. And that nonsense will probably land them in trouble again. Can't wait to see what these clowns cook up upon this news. It's, it's going to be crazy. Now, let's make sure that when we're talking about this, that we understand that the president's fine. He doesn't have COVID-19. He doesn't have Hong Kong flu. He doesn't have the Chinese, the, 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 the communist Chinese party flu. He does not. He's fine. He's not infected. Though I'm sure plenty of the middle, you know, a lot of the liberals uh, hope that he contracts. So it becomes, <clears throat> and, it, and it's because that's the left and that's how they are in 2020. They're terrible, and 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 you hear you know what you hear, Twitter blow up. I hope he gets it. I hope all the Republicans get it. I hope Trump gets COVID nineteen and dies, and all the supporter get all the supporters get COVID nineteen and die too. You hear that on Twitter? What you, I mean, you never hear, and especially in mass, you never hear that sort of talk from conservatives. Uh, yeah, you hear some people who aren't, you know, who aren't down with the whole liberal thing, who are a little bit crazy, say stupid stuff from time to time. But as a matter of course, you hear people on the left say, or are willing to write down on Twitter all the time, horrific things, wishing death, um, sickness, death on people all the time. So also, let's not forget that 65% of doctors say, say said that they would prescribe hydroxychloroquine to a family member but 66% saying they would take the drug themselves. Out of over 6,200 doctors surveyed worldwide from 30 different countries, this anti-malarial drug was the only one they deemed the, quote, most effective therapy against the virus. So, you people out, those people out there who are saying that the rest of us are science deniers because we haven't seen the lethality of this particular virus. We just haven't seen it. It's not been there. The, the numbers just don't add up. When you just count somebody a COVID death because they die with COVID in their system, nobody's buying that. Nobody is buying that. When you start to see people with death certificates now who have who were in hospice, and we're dying of something else, but in the meantime contracted COVID nineteen, and and their death certificates are saying cause of death, COVID nineteen, and families pushing back because that's not the case. When these stories, how how much ever, um, and you know what, that they're coming out in stories, that you, you you've got to wonder, right? You have got to wonder. Well, the president is taking hydroxychloroquine and zinc because uh, he's out because he's about to he's about to get out and about. He's about to get out around the country. 
ding, you may explore the country. And I think that's what you're going to start seeing from President Trump sooner than later. Now, the, <laughs> because life is weird. Now, <clears throat> Nancy Pelosi had, and, and this is an article from townhall.com um, by my girl Beth Bauman, because Beth is friggin' awesome, by the way. Friggin' awesome. Wrote this um, last night, about a quarter to ten. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat from California, decided to chime in on President Donald Trump's decision to take hydroxychloroquine, which has been said to be a potential treatment for the Wuhan coronavirus. As far as the president is concerned, he's our president. I'd rather he not be taking something that has not been approved by scientists. What did we just say? 66% of doctors said they take it themselves. Especially in his age group, and in his, shall we say, weight group, morbidly obese, the speaker said. So I think it's not a good idea. So what she's saying is that, you know, she doesn't think the president should take, because he's our president, should be taking this drug because scientists haven't haven't really said said it works, except that they have. And, you know, when he's old and he's fat. Now, ignoring the fact is that his doctor, the White House physician, says, yeah, you, you, you should go ahead and take this. According to President Trump's physician, um, Dr. Sean Connolly, the president is in very good health and has remained symptom free. He receives regular COVID-19 testing, all negative to date. After discussing the pros and cons of Trump taking hydroxychloroquine, the two decided the potential benefit from the treatment outweighed the relative risk. Connolly said in a memo, said in a memo uh, on Monday. And there is a, a memo here, and, and you guys can read it. You can go to townhall.com and check it out. Uh, President Trump isn't the first politician to take hydroxychloroquine. In fact, Michigan State Representative Karen um, Wissett, you remember? She was ill. She was deathly ill. And had to had to get her husband to fight like hell to get her the drug because Gretchen Whitmer, I guess, is it Gretchen Whitmer? Is, is, is that her name? Yeah, um, the um, the czar of Michigan had, for political reasons, banned the taking the administering of that particular drug for COVID nineteen. No real science; it was all political. So State Representative Karen Winslet took the drug and then later on thanked President Trump, you know, what in D.C. for pushing, um, for making it known and getting doctors to consider it. Which got her censured. Which got her censured by the the Michigan State um, Democrats. They're basically not going to give her any money to run again. So is Nancy mad that Trump has taken a drug that isn't considered 100% safe? Or is she upset that he's taking preventive measures? It seems that she wouldn't want him to take the drug, even if he wasn't classified as, quote, morbidly obese. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? 
Nancy Pelosi's objection is that, well, you know, he he is old and he is fat. And uh, maybe he shouldn't take that drug. It hasn't been proven. Well, except that his doctor, the White House physician, seems to think that the president's in good health for a guy who's of his age and his weight class. But she seems to know better. This is typical, typical liberal Democrat, progressive, communist bullcrap. They always know better. They always know better. All right, we're going to take a little break. We'll be back with more of the uh, Morning Report 121 right after these messages. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world's story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 20 Four, seven. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. You know... Every man my age should have three things, in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. My age and weight. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618. North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942. www.bloomingdays.com Welcome back to uh, the Morning Report, production of Fightback Media.com, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com, episode 121. You got flipping love it. All right, um, we've heard a lot about Obamagate, Obamagate, Obamagate. And, you know, I, I hate to be the wet blanket. Because nobody likes the wet blanket. Nobody's happy. Unless you're on fire, you don't, I mean, and you're, and, and it's burning you. Nobody wants to see the wet blanket coming. Nobody wants to hear the wet blanket. But I'm going to tell you something. And I mentioned this back in 2013. When I told conservatives, I didn't see 
the Affordable Care Act being being overturned. I didn't I didn't see it, and I didn't see President Obama being impeached. Unfortunately, on both in both cases, I was correct, and you can pretty much guarantee I'm I'm correct again. What we're not going to see, and I don't believe, if you think about it, if you stop being angry for a second, if you think about it, seeing an, uh, a former president frog-marched into federal prison is not that good for the country. It's just It just isn't. Now, I'm going to tell you, before you get all pissed off at me and all pissy, that yes, something needs to be done about deep about the deep state. And I think that you know what, moving forward, I think Republican presidents, especially Republican presidents of change, conservative presidents are, are of change, should immediately look at the if there are people left over from a previous administration, especially when you have a, an administration like the Obama administration, where all sorts of people, all sorts of bureaucrats were were put in the, into various posts around in every single agency that were idea that are ideologues and they should be and they need to be rooted out and changed changed over they have to be you can't have half of your crew working against you the entire time now i know a lot a lot of people have a lot of respect for those people who work in those agencies have served under many presidents and that's been the dynamic. But as but as we're seeing recently, this may not be a good dynamic moving forward. Especially for conservatives. Especially if you think that someone like Mike Pence could indeed be president for eight years. And then somebody after Mike Pence, they are still obedient but there's still Obama and Bush and Clinton um, people, appointees in various sensitive positions that need to be eradicated. That is just the truth. But it wouldn't do the country a bit of good to have uh, its first black president. I'm going to say it that way because this is it's important. Now, you don't like that, but you know what? <laughs> You know damn well I'm right, right? You know I'm right. His first black president and a U.S. president at all being frog-marched into federal prison is not something that we need as a country. However, um, Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham has moved to gain subpoena authorization for a number of former Obama administrative administration officials um, that was... La- that was last night. Um, Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham, a Republican from South Island today, well, yesterday, announced that the, the committee would debate and vote on a subpoena authorization related to the FISA abuse investigation and oversight of the, of the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. Graham's office released in a statement, Graham's subpoena, pow- subpoena authorization covers a number of documents, communications, and testimony from witnesses including James Comey, Andrew McCabe, James Clapper, John Brennan, Sally Yates, and others. Now they say others because because you're you're under the impression that um, this committee is going to subpoena Barack Obama 
and get him under oath and get him to tell lies and get him locked up. I can tell you now that's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Here's, here's how this is going to play out. Some of these people that I mentioned, Comey, McCabe, Clapper, Brennan, Yates, are going to take the fall. They're going to get it. So some of them, one or two, maybe three of them will get indicted. And spend some time in a federal prison somewhere for their part in all of this, especially in the abuse of the FISA courts. But that's as good as it's going to get. This wet dream that you have of President Obama being, former President Obama being frog marched into a federal prison, that's not going to happen. According to the committee rules, Graham must receive um, subpoena authorization and approval from the ranking member, Diane Feinstein, or through a full vote of members. Now, is she going to, is he going to receive subpoena authorization to subpoena the president or Comey or Clapper or McCabe or Yates from Diane Feinstein? Well, no. It's going to have to be a full vote from the members. Once approved, though, one of these avenues, Graham can officially issue subpoenas um, <clears throat> to individuals he wants to, he wants to testify. Democrats authorized authorized subpoena power by a party line vote in two thousand eight under the chairman under then chairman Patrick Leahy. His authorization, if approved, will include the ability to subpoena the following individuals. The list, um, in, excuse me, this this includes individuals who worked for Fusion GPS. They're they're involved in this up to their necks, and authorized the bogus Russian dossier about President Trump. The dossier was issued by the FBI to investigate investigate the Trump administration. Now you know who else who, who would be on this list. Hillary Clinton would be on this list, but people like James Baker, John Brennan, James Clapper, Comey. Uh, Jacob Lou, Loretta Lynch, uh, Andrew McCabe, Victoria Newland, Bruce Orr, N- Nellie Orr, John Podesta, S- Samantha Power, Lisa Page, Susan Susan Rice, Rod Rothstein, Peter Strzok, Glenn Simpson, Sally Yates, and others. This vote's going to take place on June 4th, so we're going to see if this is actually going to move any farther further than it already has. My guess is probably not. Because you know there's no way that Diane Feinstein is going to say, yeah, go forward. Go forward, Lindsay. See. See if you can find a way, find some way to get Barack Obama in here and have an orange jumpsuit um, laid over his chair. Not going to happen. Just not going to happen. All right, uh, we are going to roll back the clock a little bit, all the way back to April 28th on our Bryce's Right, and talk about the media's role in this coronavirus nonsense. And now it's time for... Bryce is right. Tim Bryce is an author, freelance writer, and the managing editor of M&JB Investment Company of Palm Harbor, Florida. 
Tim has over 40 years of covering Florida politics and national politics. It is a pleasure to have Bryce is Right as a segment on Fight Back Media. And now, Bryce is Right. This is Tim Bryce with my column titled, The Media's Role in the Coronavirus. We began hearing of problems with the media covering the presidential coronavirus briefings in late March when KUOW Radio, the NPR affiliate in Seattle, said they would no longer carry the live briefings as they contended the president was either spreading misinformation or lying to the public. Instead, they would interpret and report the briefings as they see fit, not necessarily in line with the president. This went much further as MSNBC and CNN followed suit by presenting their interpretation of the briefing as opposed to showing it live. If you watched the live briefing and listened to the network analysis, you would think they were two separate meetings altogether. In other words, the news media is spinning the briefings to their liking and not necessarily in alignment with what was actually said. Back in 2016, when I attended the Trump campaign rallies in Tampa with the press corps, I saw a similar phenomenon whereby what the press reported was unlike anything I saw or heard at the rally. It was a deliberate misrepresentation of what had occurred. In a recent New York Times op-ed titled, Stop Airing Trump's Briefings, the writer contends, quote, under no circumstance should these briefings be carried live, end quote, and encourage other media outlets to filter the briefing news a la CNN and MSNBC. Likewise, Katie Couric tweeted, quote, Under no circumstance should these briefings be carried live. Doing so is a mistake bordering on journalistic malpractice. Everything a president does or says should be documented, but airing all of it unfiltered is irresponsible, end quote. Couric later retracted her tweet, but her political leanings to the left are well known. All of this is to be expected. Since the coronavirus became a major issue, President Trump has sucked all of the political air out of the media, leaving the Democrats gasping for recognition. Knowing this to be a problem, particularly in a presidential election year, the news media is now working overtime to refute and demean the president, thereby compounding the problem. In other words, the mainstream media's coverage of the briefings have less to do with the coronavirus and more to do with diffusing the president's political juggernaut. By spinning the news falsely, the press is stoking hate and division in the country and should be held accountable for their libelous actions. The people understand this, and because they are frustrated with the fake news, they do not know who to believe and trust. Inevitably, a backlash occurs, such as the recent anti-shutdown demonstrations in Michigan, Minnesota, Virginia, and Pennsylvania, states all under Democrat control. Whether the demonstrations were justifiable or not is immaterial. But such a reaction is understandable as the people want their lives to return to normal and believe there are forces working overtime to stop them, including the press. The people particularly do not trust the media spin on the news as they know the press openly opposes the president. It's no secret. Their interpretation may be eagerly received by the far left, but everyone else dismisses it out of hand. People want the ability to access live coverage instead of depending on the press to interpret their news, often unreliably. This explains why people tend to trust news received by social media more than the press, which is also not the best, but considered more reliable than the news media. The war with President Trump started during his campaign and will continue unabated well into his retirement, whenever that may be. As the president represents the ultimate outsider to the nation's capital, 
The press considers it their duty to rein him in any way possible as he represents a threat to the Washington establishment, including Democrats, Republicans, lobbyists, the deep state, and yes, the news media. Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce in Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the internet at timbryce.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.